Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Home sweet home Chicago. You wanted to talk about your yeah. cleaning products. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What we basically did is we developed it to really help people save their floors. Our cleaning products are simply designed. We're not leaving any hesitant. We're just looking to allow your floor to perform properly. How about hesitant? Now you're just making up words. Uh, you like that one? Yeah, yeah that's a good one. That's going to bite them. I see the boys <laughs> in the booth smiling already. Yeah. Now, here's David Hochberg and Home Sweet Home Chicago. 312-981-7200. Go to WGNDavid.com. We're going to talk about flooring tease yep. it then quickly but we got a texture here earlier in the show isn't 40 percent for humidity at zero degrees too high of humidity for an attic also my window will get wet with 40 percent humidity so mike you shook your head go ahead with the attic comment in my opinion 40 percent is too high especially in the zero degree weather you risk the the possibility of developing condensation in your attic if your attic space is not really hyper almost vented okay Mm. um you will develop humidity in the attic and humidity in the attic can lead to mold and that's never good and if you do get the sweating of the windows you just have to turn it down turn it down all all true my my point was that if you set your humidistat to 40 at zero degrees you will never achieve it Okay. That's, Your heating remember system. the challenge, Dave. I can't wait for you to go home and try this. Right, I, I can't wait for you to take. I'm going to text yeah, him at exactly. at one thirty this morning. Exactly. <laughs> Look at it! I did it! I'm I told you. Well, it's getting warmer. Picture. I'm going to send him a picture. David, it's zero degrees and negative ten or twenty wind chill. Uh-huh. Your heating system is is pumping so much heat into your house that is going to dry up any effort. Of your humidistat to try to get to forty, it has that's to compensate my for my body heat. I understand, <laughs> which, which runs hot. All the hot air that's coming out of Dave, which runs excessively hot. Right. You should know that by now. For the amount of time we spent together behind right. the microphone, I didn't. I didn't run that into, into yeah, the calculation. Yeah, yeah. Put that, that into your algorithm. And when I go into our listeners' homes, the listener has to calculate that as well. Hey, Benny, can you pick up line one since Jack's not there. Three one two nine eight one seven two zero. Tease your three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred megapros call text and photo line. Tease your segment because we got a break and then we'll pick you up on the other side we're going to talk about a topic david that comes up every year this time of the year and that is why are there gaps between floor planks yes and what can you do about it and why are they there in the first place so we'll be talking about that. and there's nothing wrong with it and there's nothing it's temporary it's wood it's wood but we'll talk about that all right when real quick before we hit the break uh 773 chimed in uh you can put a fraud alert on your property with the cook county recorder of deeds for free so, yeah, go. I love that text there. That's a great energy. God bless to that text. It, it ended the show, it ended the text love your show. Yeah. You would have gotten a quicker response if you would have put that at the beginning of your text. That's okay. That's <laughs> love your show. By the way, yeah, exactly. you could put a fraud alert those get read a lot All quicker. So you're saying the compliment goes first. Yes. Absolutely. And then yes. whatever the text yeah. does it after. Right. cuz you're going to get read okay. a lot faster. It's love like you love your show. Yeah. Boom. Okay. Boom. Come yeah. on. All right. Yeah. Three one two nine eight one seven two zero zero. We're going to come back with floor talk. Then Mike Houston's waiting in the bullpen after he's just upset the entire home inspection <laughs> yeah. uh, e- industry, <laughs> we, we, which you retracted very cleanly. Very, nice job. Thanks. You've got a future in politics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you 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 upset people, then you clean it up, and then you. You clean you up an aisle. Still might upset people. Right. right. <laughs> the eggs. Somebody dropped eggs in aisle five. Mike's there with the mop. Boom. Yeah. 
Done. Clean it up, move on. Yep. Someday I'll be the president. Hope God, oh. you don't want that. <laughs> of what? Right the, of, of a scandal association. You're way too young. 312-981-7200. Jab. I think I think the minimum requirement nowadays is like 75. It was 35. I know, but okay. it, it hasn't been trending that way. 312 I know that's in the books. You need to be 35, a U.S. citizen, yeah. and be breathing. 312-981-7200, a past major background. Actually, you don't need to pass wow. background checks anymore. No, you don't. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. That's Megaphone's call, text, and photo line. This is Home Snow Chicago, and we'll be back after these messages. Now here's David Hochberg and Home Sweet Home Chicago. Thank you, Mister Jennings. Three one two nine eight one seven two zero zero. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. We had a very spirited conversation about flooring. During the break, I'm like, why are we talking about now? Save it for the air, but uh, which we will get to because it's fascinating. It. We yeah. forgot about it. No, you, you guys were talking about density and older sure. wood and younger yeah. wood. We got way wood. into the weeds. I know, yeah. which yeah. is we, we need to discuss it yep. on air. But here, real quick, first, 847. Hey, Dave, why doesn't anyone talk about glitza instead of polyurethane on wood floors, Igor? Mm. Well, what most, is glitza? Mostly because glitza, which is an old school... Um, polyurethane coating but it's it's an acid curing polyurethane coating so what it basically is is it's a great very durable uh coating but it's crazy toxic huh. and so with the the movement and the push to really detoxify the paint industry and the coatings industry products like glitza have been sort of de-emphasized just based on their toxicity What's it been replaced with? More environmentally safe and environmentally conscious products. Um, as effective as glitza? No. Just about. Just no. about. Well, th- the problem is the- Oh, ca- how many coats, too? Well, it, so, yeah. So, yeah. it's the number of coats. Yep. It's the viscosity of the product, the thickness, the film thickness after it dries, the buffing procedures in between. I mean, there's okay. a lot of, you know, a lot so of you different you can still get it. a Swedish we, finish- we can achieve, yeah, okay. a pretty durable coating without yeah. all the crazy toxicity, yeah. Good. And putting your workers in jeopardy. And yeah. the homeowner. And the, and homeowner. the homeowner. So the crazy thing is with, with products like, like Glitz and others that are acid curing, it can cure for months. Yeah. And you're living in your home and you're inhaling that stuff. Yeah. So oh, And your that, kids are crawling on the floor yeah, well, with their hands right. in their mouths. Right. Yeah. Okay. They usually say like three months, right? Like it could get in your cabinets, it could get but in your that, walls. But that's yeah. what makes it so durable, Jeremy, is that because it takes it so long to cure, it's such a slow curing uh, product. That's what. what That's why makes asbestos it so was so great, but it's <laughs> awful. <laughs> what are the What are the risks when you go to refinish a floor and you have to sand the great surface? Great question. You You've got nailed. Fantastic it, question. I know. Today, Mike. You really do. He took um, his medication this morning. Yeah. He is focused. His, his M and M's are all in all, a row. all of it, yeah. no less. Uh, so there is some risk, although by the time it's being refinished, everything has been cured out of it. So um, it's less of a concern actually refinishing it than than it would be Good. actually in the application stage. Good. Cool. Yeah. Let's talk about your topic, and then we'll yeah. talk about density of uh, turn-of-the-century wood in the, in the 1900s, because Mike had another great Mike question. Mike had a fantastic question off-air. And you, you want to address it now? We, we can talk about it, because right, it kind of feeds into what we're, we're discussing, and, and that is, you know, why... What was Mike's question? So, Mike, Mike's question was... Um, well, Mike, uh, what was your question? Mike forgot. The, what's the difference between wood that was installed, wood floors, oak wood floors... Um, that was installed 1910, 1920 versus wood floors now. Do, 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 do the wood floors from the 1900s expand and contract like the ones now? What a fantastic question. And, and, and it's fantastic for a variety of reasons. Uh, the first, so first of all, the short answer is 
floors installed or floors from the early 1900s will not expand and contract as much as flooring that was installed last year, okay, or even within the last 10 years. And part of the reason for that is the density of the wood. So old growth flooring, which is where 100 years ago they would allow the tree to to, to, to grow for 45, 50, 60 years, whereas today they're harvesting those trees you know, at, at year 25, year 26, which is premature. So the density of that tree uh, from 100 years ago was much, much um, more dense than it is now. And it had the benefit of going through over 100 cycles of air conditioning and heating. So in Chicago, where we go from 100 degrees in the summer to, you know, negative 20 in the winter, potentially, we, we put so much stress on that lumber and on, the, on, that, um, on those floor planks to expand and contract and, and keep their equilibrium point of moisture content seasonally as we transition. And that is why, David, you know, we, we want to talk about gaps and, and, you know, why gaps are ever occurring in Chicago, why there's almost no way to really eliminate them completely. We've talked about acclimating our wood before installation what on the show. Mean? So acclimation basically is bringing your wood to a particular moisture content before you install it in someone's home. And why it's important to have the proper moisture content is because you're trying to replicate or mimic the environment within the home um, prior to its installation so that it can work in concert with the home. Um, and, and this is where they, you know, a lot of, unfortunately, a lot of companies will skip that step. They'll drop the wood off on your house. You know, just the fact that they dropped it off doesn't mean they've acclimated it. Nobody's checking the moisture content. If the home is not in the correct uh, uh, humidity and temperature range when the wood is delivered, you're going to actually deacclimate the wood. So it all starts with, with good quality wood, properly milled, properly acclimated, properly installed, and then the homeowner has the the um, the, the responsibility to take over and maintain that floor correctly by keeping it in a very specific temperature and humidity range year-round. And that range is between 30 and 50% relative humidity and between 60 and 80% temperature. And if you can keep it somewhere in that range, you're going to minimize those, those, those winter gaps that everybody you know, has in their homes. And you talked about a, a listener who wants, during the summer, when, when the humidity levels are higher, yeah. had their heat on, and it was literally like a, a tropical forest in her home, and her floors were buckling because it was too humid in, in, in the home, because it was, it was, it, it was um, it's absorbing it. It was absorbing yeah. the water, and it was, it was cupping. Right? Yeah, so she didn't have the heat on. She just wasn't running her air conditioning. That's what yeah. it was. That's so, what it was. So she called. This was a, a client that called in and said, you know, I have something going on with my floors. I'm not sure what's, what's going on. And we walked in, and it was like walking into a jungle. It was it was like so a tropical yeah, yeah it was it was you know very hot very humid and her floors had expanded to the point where they were actually curling on the edges almost like they were water damaged wow and, and when we install floors in Germany you know this when when floors are installed we we always install with an expansion joint at the perimeter well we removed that molding to see how much of that expansion joint was left and there was none well wow in the middle of the summer in the middle of the summer because that floor had used up the entire expansion joint all the <laughs> way around and had literally come into contact with the wall even though the expansion joint that's left is a pretty sizable yeah. joint, yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, it, she 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 exceeded that joint and exceeded that expansion gap, and her floors were literally cupping because she wasn't humidifying or dehumidifying in her case. Did you refer her to a rheumatologist for her circulation <laughs> challenges? I mean, obviously she had something going on with her. 
internal heating mechanism. You know, there are actually a lot of people that do not. They don't run. like AC. Yeah, they do. They, but, they don't want to run it. But get a dehumidifier then. If you and that's what we suggested. Yeah, like, and interestingly enough, yeah. it took about two months. Yeah. And her floors were absolutely exactly, back yeah. to normal, perfectly flat. Come on, it was yeah. a temporary condition. It took two months dehumidifying that place. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And again, and David, if she didn't dehumidify, if she did nothing. That floor would have eventually flattened out on its own because as soon as she turned on the heat for the winter, dried dried out. Out. Okay, yeah. it would have dried out and it would have flattened out. So, again, for everybody listening, if you don't have the ability to maintain that, that particular temperature and relative humidity range, you, know, you should expect either contraction gaps in the winter or possibly cupping or buckling in the summer. But just know that those are, are temporary conditions, that they're not necessarily permanent. Um, unless you've exceeded it to such a degree that you've caused physical damage to the floor, and then that would require professional assistance. Phone number, if our listeners want to reach you. you give us a call directly, please, at 847-674-7500. Visit us online at mrfloor.com. And David, for everyone listening, um, if you want to try our, our line of cleaning products, please go to mrfloor.com and use the promo code WGN for a nice discount. We had a caller or a, a Facebook uh, somebody asked, are there any stores locally that carry your product instead of going online? Yeah, yeah. We actually, if you go to mrfloor.com, we have a list of, of uh, local retailers that carry our products um, and um, you know, see which one is closer to you and you can stop by there. All right, and here's a comment before we hit the break here, 847. I'm going to stick with my glitzer even though I'm growing a third eye. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's fine now. He's fine. Again, it was just right when it's installed. He, 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 he's I got that it. 3D driving down. It's, yeah, it's great. Right. <laughs> Probably in the trucking industry or some type of transportation. Maybe sure. a pilot. Maybe Three one two nine eight one seven two zero. Kind of be tough finding glasses, but that's another that's story a, yeah. for another day. Depends where the third eye is growing. Correct. You see, I, I dive deep. Now I've got all this thoughts of where the third yeah, where, eye is, yeah. where you place it. Is it in line with the other eyes is sure. it lower on is the it, nose yeah. is, it in the is it even on his face it might be on his hand yeah it or it could and we're just assuming it's a it him could be yeah we don't know there's probably a 98 percent chance it's a him yeah because i don't think women would be that sophomoric to send in a text like that so i'm just <laughs> my money all women my, wow, we're and, really and if, it, good. And if you're two percent if it's two percent doing compliment. that then yeah. I, I right it's a compliment three one two nine eight one seven two zero zero three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred but that's what a 13 year old boy would send in you know masquerading himself in a 50 year old man's body three i would know because i would send a text <laughs> exactly. like that three, yeah. i'm speaking or, from experience. or a very immature 50 year old oh here we go Hey, what was that, Mike? You want to say I that wonder louder? If he's a home inspector. Okay, three one two nine eight one seven two zero zero. I'm turning your mic off. Three one two nine eight one seven two zero zero. Megapros call, text, and photo line. This is Home Street Home Chicago on seven twenty WGN. Coming up next, Mike Houston, the man of the year of the home inspector industry. Coming up next from Lindholm Roofing.